Zogdi Gemara, we are starting Ein Chesamet base, the bottom of the Yomet, two lines from the bottom. We're dealing with the issue over here, a wife with a husband, can she sell Nechosim under her husband, Nechosim Belug, Meshaz Kedushin, Meshaz Nesuyin, so we had already the different halachas on it. Now we come like this, a woman's getting married, and um, and uh, she doesn't want that her husband should have the rights on her Nechosim. So he, it's uh, the boy, Zogdi Gemara at the bottom, he, it's uh, this woman, the boy, um, the boy, the Tavrechina Lenachse Megavra. She wants to make sure that her husband can't put dibs on her Nechosim, right? She doesn't want the dibs to have Nechosim. So whether it felt to her the Beirusha or it's a Zivik Sheini and she doesn't want the new husband to get any part in the Nechosim. And when we talk about Nechosim, meaning the husband wants to eat the Paris Nechosim Maluk. So what, what, what does she do? So she wrote that her nechosim she's giving before she got married, she wrote, I'm giving the nechosim as a gift to my daughter. And that way, the husband has no, uh, has no, um, has no thing. Zot Rashi, the board the Tavrinil and Nechose, last Rashi and Dabit, Almona Hoiso, Ubos Linos, and she came to marry Voice Mekadames. <clears throat> and before that, she was Makdim and Venisenis Lebito. She gave their Nechosimer estate to Lebito. Kedei Lavriach Schus Bala Mehem. That her husband shouldn't have any Schusim Shlyiske Behem. Vehoidio Leedem. And she advised witnesses, She'em Matona Zu Matona Ela Lavriach. And she said, Witnesses, you should know I'm not really giving it to my daughter, I'm giving it only. Not everybody knows the story in Canada with Campo. Campo, when he wanted to credit protect, he gave his stuff to his kids. And then afterwards, his kids told him, you gave us this stuff. So this is what we're dealing with. You think it only happened then? People want to avoid, they want to avoid creditors. Such a woman shouldn't marry such a man. Why? Because. She's an intelligent woman. She wants to protect her nechosim from the husband. She wants to have a prenuptial doesn't help. So what she does is she gives it to her daughter, but she tells her. So the shaila will be, and now what happens? And now the daughter in Igrisha, she got married, then she got divorced, and now she comes back to the daughter and she says, hello, this is man nechosim. And the daughter says, what are you talking about? You gave it to me as a matuna. Guy tapavant. Pinchas, the vice was this mind, guy tapavant. Vaisach. All right. So go tapavant. Zotoisis. Rashi said that she told witnesses. Pirish bekuntris, voidiol eidim. She advised witnesses, when she gave the matuna to her daughter, she told witnesses, you should know, I don't mean it. We'll have a machloikis whether the daughter's kind or not. If she had Aiden, that she told Aiden, hello, I'm giving it to my daughter, but you should know it's not a real gift. She didn't have to say anything to anybody. It's a gluya milsa. In other words, what we say if a woman gives away all the chosim to her daughter, she doesn't really mean it. She's only doing it to avoid her husband, and therefore we don't need her to tell Adis. We know what's in her heart. 
Zoktosis I dvorim shebelev ain't a dvorim. Zoktosis v'loy have a dvorim shebelev she ain't a dvorim. The hoche vaday adoven nikosh loy neschabno ela lavriach. Because we know she cares more about herself than her daughter. Nobody in their right mind is giving away everything to their daughter. And if she's giving everything to the daughter, everybody understands. We understand that in Lavriach, it was only done to escape her husband, that her husband shouldn't have it, but nothing to do with, uh, uh, but not really being magnet to the daughter. Also, the Kamezot so the Shaila is a wife wants the credit protect about her, against her husband. She's going to get married. She doesn't want to bring in her next Melug. Her husband will attach to it. So she goes to her daughter and she says, here's, here's all the properties as a matona. She gets married then he dies or she gets divorced. She comes back to her daughter and says, honey, give me back my fields. She says, what are you talking about? You gave them to me. I'm not giving you anything back. So what's the alochem? Oslikam Rav Nachman. So she came before Rav Nachman. This woman came before Rav Nachman to be Teveya, the Nechosim, back from the daughter. And the daughter comes and pulls out the star and says, here's a star matona. My mother gave it to me, and I'm not giving it to her back. The kare. And Rav Nachman tore up the star. So Ritvo says, from here I see that a Bezden sees a star that is not a right star, that a Bezden's view is not a right star. Not only the Paskin, it's not right, they have an obligation to tear up the star that it doesn't survive and come later on that the issue comes again, right? So Kara, he threw up, he tore up the star. In other words, the daughter is wrong and the mother gets the field and finish. Also, Rav Anan, Rav Anan saw this story, and Rav Anan was be- very bothered. Mechatesa Rav Nachman tears up a star. The mother gave a star to the daughter. By what right? Also, Rav Anan came to Marukve. He went to Marukve, and and he told Marukve, Chazamar. Marukve, did you hear? Nachman Chalkoi, the Poshta Nachman, Hechem Mikrishtar Dinsha. Why, by what right does he go and he tears up the stars of people? The daughter had a star, the Nechosim belonged to her, the mother gave her as a matona. Mechatesir of Nachman goes and tears it. Zog the Chofetz Chaim, Kikumen Zogen Loshen Hora, the Meg Zogen Loshen Hora. Omale. Well, come to Rabbi told Ravon and Emily is it? Tell me, Chaver, Gufa de Uvde Hechahaba. How did this story happen? What happened over here exactly in the Maise? Zot Chofetz Chaim. Ravonan is dechnish gigangen darten zogen loshen horror. Ravonan is gigangen because he thought there was an injustice done, and Marukve was the Rosh Bezden, and he wanted Marukve to rectify the Rosh Bezden. Zog the Chofetz Chaim. Rav Onan is this given can push the yid. Rav Onan is given, we'll see later on who Rav Onan is. We'll see Rav Onan was something special. The Himmelchum is given for Rav Onan. Zog the Chofetz Chaim, even if somebody who's a God Lader comes and tells you Loshon Hora on somebody else. And so not Loshon Hora, something which is negative, because this wasn't Loshon Hora, something is negative. You shouldn't accept it right away. You should ask Gufid Uvde Hechahava. Mar Ukvi Rav Onan comes, tells him a story, 
And Marukva's response is, explain me better the story. Maybe there's a silver lining to the story. Maybe the guy didn't do so good. If you hear somebody somebody did something wrong, even if you hear it from a Grisha Rebbe or a Rosh Hashiva or whatever, you have an obligation to get what happened over there. Maybe to see, to posit the story a little bit different. So told the whole story. The wife forgot, the mother got married. Beforehand, she wrote a star. said, if so, Rab Nachman was right. This is what's called a star that was created to escape the creditors. She doesn't want the husband to have it. And in in other words, Rav Shmuel said, I, I'm a Murara. I got a heter from the Reish Gelusa to Paskin. If a star that was created to avoid a creditor comes to my hand, I tear it up because the person never intended to be makna to the daughter, never intended to makna, only did it as a shtickle to credit proof. Memela, therefore, uh, it's this. Okay. Come to the Gemara now, and and comes back. What happened in this Bezdin of Rav Nachman? Only Rav Nachman. Rav told Rav Nachman, "I don't understand still why you tore, tore the star because you're Seimach on Shmuel, who Shmuel said in Yovishtar Mabreches Liyodi Akreno that if a star that was made as a credit proof he comes to my hand, I'll tear it up because it's not a real Nesina." You know when Shmuel said that. Because when somebody gives it to somebody else, I go, Michael, and I give you a star all my nechassim because I want a credit proof. Then you know what? Michael, why am I giving you all my stuff? Avada, it's only because I want a credit proof. Time am I? Because everybody understands there's no reason I'll give up my stuff to you, Michael. I, I like you very much, but I'm not giving you uh, uh, all, all my stuff. So if I gave it to you, everybody understands it wasn't the emes giving. It was only That's when I give it to a friend. I mean, you're a friend, Michael. But others, not a child. In the case of Rab Nachman, who did the mother write the star to? To her daughter. Lebrasse, yeah, it's possible the people give. And so therefore, why were you so quick to stir up the shark? A mother to a daughter, it could be a real gift. Michael, I see you're very upset at me. Don't be so upset at me. Okay. You'll see what it is. said, don't tell me no stories. Even when it comes to the daughter, but who does a mother like better? Who does she like better? Adifa doesn't like. But is she going to give away all her stuff to the daughter and she's left penniless? No, she's not going to do that. So if she wrote that kind of star, we understand it's Gluya Milsa that it was to be Mavriach den Chosim, to credit proof, and therefore I tore up the star because the daughter doesn't have the rights. We learn that Tesefta like this. If, if, if a woman wants to protect her properties from, from the husband, what should she do? 
Kiseva, she writes star pisim. She writes a star pasim. What is a star pasim? A star like piusim. Rashi zok star piusim. Shemefaiso lekabel matonazu. I convince Michael accept this matona. Lafkias chuzbala koydim nesuim. I don't mean you should be Zoicha. I want you to agree to take it so that I can protect it from the from the husband. And therefore it is. So he writes a and therefore he um he he has this. That's what he does. Chomrim Chom says, you know what? Rotzam etzachik bo. You know what? If you write that kind of star and you say, Michael, here's the properties. You know, Michael, I'm doing it lavriach, but here's the properties. I'm writing you a star. You know what? Michael came aus lachen nuchtim and zugen. You know what? I have the star. The fields are mine. You know what? Maybe I'll give you a, from time to time an apple or something. That's it out of the field. Until he will write to her that I write to Michael You did my to you from today when when I will want. I'm telling you today when I will want the future. Then it'll be to you from today. In other words, if I'm going to want the future day. Then you'll know it's Kenuya to you from now. So therefore, that's what he that's what he did. So a few shilas over here. First of all, the shining talk about is this a din a issue of breira? We know there's a machlokes yes breira ain breira, right? In other words, what is the woman saying? Later on, the husband comes and says, "You know what? I want these fields. I want the peiros." At that stage, I'll say, "Hey, Michael." Erza, I want you to have Bailam on that. And then, by, Michael, you have the Bailas already <clears throat> going back to before I married the husband. So I, that's a Shiloh Breira. Yes, Breira, it's the aim Breira. So some Roshonim say, the Gemara Taka goes according to Yes, Breira, because you have to go retroactive. Others say, the Sotishman Breira. Why doesn't it have to do with Breira? Breira is only something that is not in my hands. We don't know what it's going to be. It's not in my hands. Over here, it's in my hands, right? I can choose, the woman can choose six months later to say, I want, Michael, you should be kind or not. So therefore, and that doesn't go in Breira, Avade can be kind of Lemafreya, and, and therefore. The other Shaila they're showing him talk about is, um, can Michael eat the Paris up until then or not? Now, that's not according to Chachom, Chachom Avade not. But according to the Tanakhame, the Tanakama says, as long as I write a star pissim, I write to, to Michael. I write, Michael, here's a star. The field belongs to you. You know that I'm not really giving it to you, but be, be accepted. And Michael takes that star. I have the right later on to come and take it back because everybody knows Lavriach. Can Michael eat the fruit meanwhile or not? I would have said automatically not because it's really not a star I'm giving to him. Yet some Rishonim say... Michael can eat the Paris. Meanwhile, he could eat the Paris up until that time. We have to understand. That's what I'm going to leave. But the Chachomim say, no, I need another thing. I need this. So one big Shaila over here, just to understand the dynamics, Lizzie. 
What's the point, according to the Chachamim? The Chachamim say, good morning, Rabbi. We're Ein Tesamadal. The Chachamim say like this, and we're talking about the Sugya Murabi is a, hus- a wife wants to credit proof from her husband. She's going to get married. She wants to make sure the husband can have the paris of the fruit of her fields. And so she gives it away to Matana. But then she comes and says later on, it's bogus to Matana. I didn't really mean to give her Matana. So the Chachamim say like this. I have to say to Michael, you know what? It's a Matana, not from today. Only if I will say later on, I want it to be. I don't understand. The Manashach, it's a catch-22. Meaning, right now, it's not yet a Matana. Okay, so the husband's going to come and say, Ich weiß, the host of Fell, do. Belooping the Pirates from the Fell. So what's Layla going to say at that stage? What does she have to say? Oh, nice. Hey, it's a Michael, Yechieli. And and the Chobos Gegeben, it's a Michael. Oh, Erze. So that means now it's back to you, Michael. So what did the woman gain? How does she get out of Mavriach Nechosim that it's still hers? Memonasha. Uh, at the time that the husband asks for it, at that time, I have to say Erze, otherwise I can't deny my husband for it because it belongs to my husband. So what did they they um they this? So we'll come to the end of the Gemara, we'll see the concept of Storm Shani Yudua. You remember we learned yesterday and in the Mishnah the concept of a star shani of a Nechosim Shani Yudim, Nechosim that a husband doesn't know that the wife has. On that, we said already the husband, according to Shimon, the husband doesn't have a right. To, to to get the Paris. In other words, what he doesn't know doesn't hurt. So Mamela the Achrenima Masber that over here, that's the Tsushtel. Because I made the shtickle with Michael, so therefore the Nechosim becomes like a Nechosim Shani Yadum. Okay, Zogdi Gemara. Taime, but al Kaponim, what do we see? We see Taime. This is above the above the Mishnah, uh, Rabbi. Taime, the re- on Ein Tesamadal. Taime, the reason is the Kosvaleyoche. The only reason, according to the Chachom, this Abroche <clears throat> helps that I can take back the fields from Michael is the Kosvaleyoche, because I wrote clearly, Michael, you're not Koina now, you're Koina Likshaerza. But if I didn't write Michael's right away. So what did you, Rab Nachman, say when the daughter came and the mother that you tore up the star? The mother didn't say and therefore the daughter was This that Shmuel said is talking about Bekula. If a person gifted everything, if I go and I gift to Michael everything, then even if I don't write Lekesha Erze, everybody understands what it is. It It's only a star. It's a star that's a bogus star. And therefore, even if I don't write Lekesha Erze, Michael, you don't keep anything. But if I wrote only to you partial, then if I wrote only partial to you, then maybe I'm giving it to you as a matana. So therefore, if I wrote then Michael, you're out of luck. If I didn't write I'm out of luck and I can't make it. But if I wrote everything to you, then we all understand that I had no intention of giving it to you and therefore Kairam Mishtar. Craig de Gemara now like this. We have another problem, and it's a simple problem. Why is the husband not get the Paris and coin at the field? Why, Robbie? Because it's Michael's. 
But if it's really not Michael's, then whose is it? It's the woman's. It's mine. If it's mine, Lucy, don't think I became uh, uh, one of these modern that me, the woman over here. I'm putting myself as an example. You know? I'm Mushal, Nishmer. Nish so now the, the, the issue is if it's mine, then who's, who's kind of the field? The husband gets the thing. If Shmuel and Rab Nachman are saying that the buyer Michael's not kind of when I give him the star, Haraya, we tear up the star, then the husband should be kind of like any other Nechosim. So, what does it help that uh, they over here? What does it help? And here licks the answer. They made it like Nechosim that we learned before, according to Rab Shimon, that Nechosim that the husband's not aware of, the woman doesn't have to give the Nechosim a look. And we discussed it already. Either because the husband is not Saimech on that, the husband never went into the marriage being Saimech on that, that Nechosim, he doesn't know. Or because, like we said, the only reason they were massacring the Paris Labal is as a compensation that he should be paid to his wife and he shouldn't tie in a hey, you have your own. What he doesn't know doesn't hurt if he doesn't know it. So therefore, these nechassim that I gave to Michael as a matana, even though in fact Michael wasn't kind of them, and Sagonish, or it becomes like nechassim sheini labal and therefore the husband doesn't get the Paris. But Michael doesn't get the keep the 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 shaila. The chreinim are busy. What happens if everybody knows in besmedrish yei the shmis yei the vice an or gegeben zal zachin to Michael nish an whatever laya gegeben the zachin to Michael lavriach nechosim from the bala and and uh, what do you mean the husband doesn't know? How can you make it like in a chosim that the husband doesn't know? The husband knows also. So how can you call it? That the husband knows. What the husband doesn't know is that the star is not a good star. The husband knows like everybody else that Laya gave the chosim to Michael. What the husband doesn't know is that Sinish Kinkinian. And he thinks that the Lakeach Michael was Takekaina and he has no option against it. So I guess what the shaila will be, what happens if the husband also knows the halacha? Then what happened? Then the, the wife would go to shave Ketim with them. Okay. So the Mishnah. Mishnah now goes, we go to the schusim that a husband has if the wife didn't credit protect herself against, against the husband. And now she brought in um, uh, properties to the marriage. What are the rights that the husband has with it? So we said already, if it's written in the Ksuba Nechzit Barzal, it's one thing, and then he takes full responsibility. But other than that, it's Nechzit Meluk, he's Eichel the Paris, and that. There are two key things and two counter objectives that we have to keep in mind for the next few blot and for this thing is. One thing is, Nechzit Meluk belongs to who? The property, Mechel? To the woman, right? The underlying property. The Paris belong to the husband. There are two objectives that have to be kept in mind. Number one, the wife has a right to demand preserving the underlying asset. Since the underlying asset is hers, listen, husband, it's very good your right to eat the Paris, but not at the expense of destroying my asset. Correct, Mechel? Makes sense? 
Number two is the husband has a right to say, I don't want to have an asset that's not producing Paris. Let's say it's 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 sitting in something that's not producing the Paris. The wife is very happy because she doesn't care. She's anyway not getting the Paris. So she's happy with it. The husband says, no, I want it to be in an asset that's an income producing asset because I want the Paris. Both of them have legitimate objectives. And both those objectives we need to take into account and give validity to both. And if one of them is ignoring the other objective, the other one can force that we, you got to protect my objective. You, you have to force the wife can force, hey, you have to protect preserving the underlying asset. And the husband can force that you have to protect that you have to give me something that gives off fruits. But what happens when they stand in contradiction to each other? There we're going to come. Zuck the Mishnah like this. Nuflo Luxofim. If as she felt her after she was married, Yerusha Matona cash. What do you do with the cash? The woman's happy to keep it in cash. The husband says, from cash, I don't get any payers, right? So the husband says, you know what? I want to buy cryptocurrencies. Robbie, you know what cryptocurrencies are? Yeah, okay. So I hope not too well. So, so the wife, the husband says, I want to buy cryptocurrencies, big returns. Zook, the wife, very good. You're right. I have to give you, allow you to buy something that you can have profits, but not cryptocurrencies. That's my ganze care now, Beckmachen. So you look at them, Karka, is, you can buy Karka with it because, so the Baal can't say, let me take the money and let me trade, let me go to China and buy cryptos and buy electronics and whatever. You can't do that because that's already, you're risking the carrot. So the wife has a right to say, no, you have to buy Karka. And the Karka and Oichel Paris. Oichel Paris, and he eats the, the, the Paris out of the thing. Also, Let's say she inherited Paris that are Tolishmanakarka. Those Paris, Michael, who do they belong to? Not the husband, because those the woman inherited, that's the Karen in the sense. That's the asset. But the husband says from the Paris Alich Gunashub, this is asking the next Finivure, and I have nothing out of the Paris. So what is the husband force? You look karka. You have to sell the Paris woman because that's your asset. Buy karka, Paris, and then I can have the Paris out of it. What about a mechuburim bekarka? Here comes the machlekim. She gets, she inherits now Paris that are connected to the karka. So over here, you got to look at that. What is that? Do I look at that as being Karen? If I look at that as Karen, then the wife has to sell it. And because the, the husband will never get anything out of those pairs. And so where's the value of the pairs? The woman's going to eat the pairs. He's getting nothing out of it. So you have to sell the pairs. Or we will see. We see. How much would the field be worth with pairs? How much would it be worth without pairs? In other words, how much is the additional value of a field with pairs? That extra, the woman has to give the husband in cash to go buy a field out of it. And that, and then he can eat the Paris out of it. Why? Because the Paris himself, he can get. So he's going to get nothing out of it. Ultimately, the woman's going to eat it. But Lamaisa, 
It's an asset right now. Every asset the woman has, the husband has a, a right to demand, turn it into an income-producing asset. So you see how much the payers are worth. He gives her the money for it, and, and therefore it is. Why not just sell the payers as they are? Because the concern is they'll have to sell it on cheap. The chumim and chum say different. Amachuberim lekarka. The payers that are connected to the work, karka, shaloya are already his. Yes, she inherited the field with the Paris, but since these are already Shem Paris, even though she inherited now with the Paris, we don't look at that as a principal asset. What do we look at those Paris already as being Paris? So who do they belong to, Mechel? They belong to the husband already. So I don't have any issues. I don't have to sell it. If the husband takes it. But but if she inherits payers that are klushim in Akarka, then that's already an asset. I can't call it payers, right? Payers are something that's connected to the karka, and it's giving off the fruit. That's what the husband has. But if she inherits karka and she inherits payers, it's just like she inherited karka and other metalkland. That belongs to her. So therefore, shalah, those are shalah, and therefore, you lakchemem karka v'oichel payers. So the chachom are maskim with the tanakama. If she inherits tolushim avade, that's an underlying karen of the asset. It's the principal, and therefore, they have to sell it and buy karka, Therefore, he should be able to have pairs. Machlikis is if she inherited the field with fruit that's attached and grow, grown on the field. According to a mayor, that's still carrot. So they have to be evaluate how much it's worth. And he gives her the, she gives him the money. He buys a car can eats pairs. According to the Chomim, no, that's already pairs shell karka, and therefore belongs to the husband. Shimon says, you know what? Where you make him strong when he comes in. In other words, when the ma woman marries and brings it in, then on his way out, when he divorces her, it changes. She's the one who gets the advantage then. And we'll see what that means. And on the other hand, where he's the underhand coming in, he loses then on the way out, he's Bitsyose. And why? Because Rab Shimon holds like the Chachomim. And therefore, Ketzat was Paris Amechubarim Lakarka, like the Chachom said. Paris that are connected to Karka. When he comes in, who wins with that? The husband wins according to the Chachomim. Why? Because they say, it belongs to the husband straight off. The Paris are his. But <clears throat> let's say when they get divorced, and when they get divorced, she takes back her field. And at that time, their pair is connected to the field. Who does it belong to then? Then the pair is she's taking with her, and he's losing the pairs. And on the other hand, pairs that are not collected, connected to the karka. Then when they get when she gets married, we said, who does it belong to on while they're married? Shalah belongs to her. And but it belongs to her. But therefore, be if when they get divorced, she has a karka and she has payers that are already cut off. Shaloi, who do the payers belong to? Him, even though she's exiting, she takes the karka with her, but she doesn't take the payers with her. And the Gemara will ask already, Rav Shimon, the Pashtis is the same shit as the Chachomim. So where's the difference? Come the Gemara and the Gemara says like this. Pshita. Are. So the Gemara says like this. We have a, a debate now. The husband wants to buy one kind of thing with the money, and, and the woman wants to buy a different thing. 
So Gemara like this: If there's a choice, one of them wants to buy land, and one of them wants to buy houses. Are better you buy land? The not better. The one who wants arrow wins. Why? Because that never gets spoiled. A house still gets spoiled. You need renovations. You could tear it down. So therefore, Rashi says, Either one. It's not the husband has more right to be ma'akev than the wife. Both of them could be ma'akev. The wife could say, I want Arab because I want to preserve the asset. And the husband could say, I want Arab. In other words, if they disagree, Arab comes before Batim. Number two, Bate Dikla. One of them wants to buy houses, and one of them wants to buy palm trees. Batim, then the, buy, then Batim is better, more profit out of it, and palm trees can dry up. What about Dikla Veluna? If the choice is to buy palm trees or other trees, then Dikla, because Dikla lasts longer. Iluna Vigufna, you have Ilunim, other trees or, or, or Geffen trees, then Iluna, because Trees last longer than vines, and therefore that's what it is. As I use pashtas, Toysis though says no. Toysis says that actually vines last longer than a tree, but the problem is vines, the upkeep of vines is very high. To, to allow vines to keep producing fruit, it's very expensive, and therefore um, Ilonim is better. The Gemara says that's all pshita. The question is, Abazardisa. One of them wants to buy a field, a forest with trees that has these kind of fruits that are shvacha fruits. And really that kind of forest is mostly for the wood itself. So if it's for the wood itself, there's not much paris that are coming off over here. Or upere the kavra. Or they want to buy a fish pond. And a fish pond, again, what's the problem? We're not talking a fish pond, Michael, where it spawns and it's going to make a fish. Ultimately, the fish pond's going to get empty to fish. Just like that wood, that forest, you're going to cut it down for firewood. Ultimately, it's going to be poor. Amrullah, some say peri. Some, so the aloha, the shaila is, is this peri or not? In other words, if you buy um, these woods or these dugum, is is it considered a peri, and therefore uh, you 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 have to flip it and buy something else, or vamalo karen, or is it a karen? Zogdi Gemara, and and if it's so, so the Gemara says. So if I hold it's a karen, what do I have to do? I have to sell it and buy with the money karka and the bowels eichel peris. If I hold it's a peri. Then the husband, that's what he takes. He takes as the payers. Zogdi Gemara Klola, the Milsa, the Klala is, if I have something which the bark is nishadish all the time, then I consider it peri. And therefore, the husband can have it. And I'm not worried about the fact that the asset, the underlying asset is dissipating. In Giza Machlev, but if the Giza is not Machlev, then it's considered Karna. And since it's considered a Karna, Karen, then the husband can't be eating the Karen. And therefore, what you have to do is sell it and buy with it a type of thing that gives off pairs. Now we come like this. Somebody steals, a woman brings in a behemoth into the marriage. As part of Nechzimelug, this behemoth has a child. What is that child? 
Peris of Nechzer Melog Bepashtis, right? So who does that behemoth belong to? The child would belong to the husband. Somebody steals behemoth blog melog. Who does he pay the kefal to? He pays the kefal to the wife. And then what does the wife have to do with the kefal? Of course, she has to use that money to buy a field or something that gives off payers that the husband could be there. But who gets the kefal? The wife, not the husband, gets the, the kefal, right? And the shiloh over here will be why... Um, why uh, uh, why does the kefal belong to the wife and not the not the uh, not to the uh, husband? Frank Dimark Kaman, who does that go for that the kefal belongs and the child of the behemoth she brought in, in a sense, is still considered the wife? we learn the child of a behemoth the baby calf who does it belong to Labal one knows Labal Vlad Shivcha Melug the the Vlad of a Shivcha let's say the woman brings in an extra Melug she brings in a Shivcha into the into the marriage and the Shivcha has a child who does that child belong to that is Laisha so the Brisa says like this the Vlad of a Behema belongs to the husband that's called Peri the Vlad Shivcha belongs to the wife why because that's called Kere. He says, also Vlad Shivcha Malur Kivlad Behemalur. That a Vlad Shivcha also belongs to who? Labal. What's the Shaila, first of all, about belonging to the Baal or to the husband or to the wife or to the wife? <coughs> What's the Shaila? The Shaila again is is it Karen or is it Peri? What is one of the things we look at if it's Karen or Peri? Is this something we have to worry that the Karen is going to dissipate? Are we worried that the mother behemoth is going to die? If we're worried the mother behemoth is going to die, then what's going to happen to the wife? She's not going to have any asset. So therefore, we say the child also belongs to the mother, is also the Karen. And therefore, the Baal can only have the peri, the peri of that. I can't have because that is still called the Karen. If we're not chayshish lemisa, then we say the wife has the karen, the mother para, and the child belongs to the baal. The same issue is lagabe shivcha. If we're chayshish, the shivcha will die. Then we have to worry the wife's karen is dissipating. So therefore, the vlad shivcha is also part of the karen, and it doesn't belong to the husband. If we're not chayshish lemisa, then not. Al Kopanan, the Gemara says, Bakula al that the Vlad of a Pare belongs to who? The Vlad of a, of a Behemoth belongs to Lebal. Why, when somebody steals the, the, the child of the Behemoth, we say we have to pay to the woman. Who should we pay to the Kefal? To the husband, because everybody's Kula al it belongs to the husband. Vlad Behemoth Meluk belongs to the husband. Everybody good with the kasha? Lucy, get? Zog de Gemara, afila teme de brahakal. Even if you'll say, in other words, you can say, Rabbiana is halocha, that if it's going to vavlat behema, the kefal is paid, isha. You could say that goes even according to the Tanakama and even according to Hananiah. There's a difference. Why? 
The Rabbanon said that the husband gets the right to the Paris. The offspring, the peri, the peris, what is the kefal, Michael? It's peri, the peri, right? Because the vlad behemah is the peri. And very good, the vlad behemah belongs to the husband because it's the peri. But what's the kefal? The kefal is the offshoot of the peri. It's the vlad shavlad. So since they weren't massacred the Rabbanam, so the Kefa belongs to the wife. Frectosis, Peri the Peri like Tikinulu Rabbanam. Dafke bemide the Osaba Alma. So Toysa says, you know when Loitkine Rabbanam, the Peri, the Peri, when it's something that came from the outside, meaning it's not naturally the Paris of Paris, meaning uh, uh, Rabbi, if the husband got the Paris, and then he took those Paris, and he planted them, and he got more Paris out of those Paris, of course that belongs to the husband, because that came directly from the Peri, the Peri. Toysa says the Gemara doesn't mean so much the concept of Peri, the Peri. The Gemara means something that comes from the outside, not directly from the peri, that Rabbanam didn't give. The peri, the peri, to actual peris or peris itself, we'll learn later on, the husband eats peri peris and peri peris, unless she writes clearly not. That's another thing. That's the guy, but the din kefal. Avil keren lebal. Toysa says, when a Ganav steals, he pays the Karen and then he pays the Kaifel. since I said the reason Peri the Peri, what's Peri the Peri? The Behem itself is Peri, is not Peri the Peri. So the Karen, Avada the husband guessed, because it's just like you would steal the fruit of the husband. Who, who do you pay to? Agazel. He's got to pay the Baal, it belongs to the Baal. It's only the Kefal, which is considered Peri, the Peri, the Osama Alma, of them. So the Gemara, Rabbi Anai says, that belongs to the Isha, and therefore, and therefore that's given to the Isha. Okay? Um, uh, so just the last thing, and then we'll go on. 8.50, okay. We're almost, and we'll go on. Kumt Rebbechonon, and Rebbechonon Frek, Lucy in in Budapest, Weisachnis, she said, Do a Rebbechonon in Budapest. In Bud- but anyway, Kunt Rebbechonon, Rebbechonon asks, I don't understand. What can the Kefal have with the woman? What's the din of, of Kefal? Kefal is, I steal something from you, Michael, before I gave you. Now we're ready. We've moved full circle. I'm already taken away from you, your thing. So I take something from you. So I'm chayiv to pay you the Karen, and I'm chayiv to pay you the kefal because it's your object. We just finished saying the Paris belongs to who? The behemah belongs to who? The peri. It belongs to the husband. What's shaykh to pay the kefal to the isha? The woman is not a baldover over here. The woman's not, where, where's the woman? I stole the behemah. The behemah is the husband's. What does it mean I pay the kefal to the isha? So this is a very important Agdara what Rabbanon said. Even though we say the Vlad belongs to the husband, it means it's Shaykh the Baal, 
or but the husband is still beloshin from Rabbi Chonon, mugder ha'isha nami mugder kebailam. The isha still the agdora like she has a shtikel bailam olav legabedem. Because if not, what would be shayach? Um, what would be shayach? Uh, and to give kefil to her, she's not a bailam at all. Where's the shayach? Okay. Comes back to Gemara. The Gemara wants to go into now the Machlik is Chanani and the Rabbanon. Remember, everybody was masking. Vlad Behema belongs to the husband. Vlad Shivcha, the woman brought in a Shivcha's Nechzimelog, and the Shivcha had a baby. That was a Machloikis, right? Chananya said that also belongs to the husband, and the Tanakhama said, no, that belongs to the Isha. So, according to Chananya, he's consistent in what he says. He says the Behema and the Vlad Shivcha belongs to the husband. Why? He's not Choshish that the underlying asset, the mother, the mother shivcha will die and the wife's asset will be dissipated. So therefore he says everything belongs to the Baal. But according to the Chazbam, if they're worried that the Shifcha, the mother Shifcha will die, and therefore they said the daughter Shifcha belongs to the wife, then why when it came to Vlad Behema, they said we're not Chayshish and it belongs to the Baal. Should belong to the Baal. So the Gemara thought whether you're by a human or a behemoth, it's one and the same. The question is, do I have to worry or asset will dissipate? That you are Chayish Lemisa. Our question was, why Vlad Behema Labal? Vlad Behema should be Leisha, because maybe the mother Behema will die. Shaina Behema, even if the mother dies, the Ika still the woman will at least be left with the asset of the skin of the Behema that died. If a Shivcha dies, the mother Shivcha, what's she going to be left with? Gunish. Not going to have anything. Mashenkin the behemoth dies, at least she'll be left with that. So therefore we said the Vlad behemoth is Labal, but the Vlad Shivcha is over here. Frek um Frek the the that this the sar of a person of that died is Mutterbanoah. What do we say that if the mother Shivcha dies, the wife is going to be left with no underlying asset. She's going to be able to have the hair, just like you say by the behemoth. She has the oil behemoth. Over here also, even those Roshayim that hold that the hair of a mess is muter mitzvah there's a mitzvah, it's takamutabana, mitzvah lekoivra, and mela, therefore, it's not, it's not, it's not uh, considered over here. Toysis asks another kasha, if the ur is enough asset for the wife, then the husband can be a smarty pants. He says, what do I care to get the shearing of the behemoth? Honey, I'm going to shecht the behemoth. I want wagyu beef, this yontif. I'm going to shecht your behemoth. I, it's my, it's my asset, uh, man. You can't shecht my behemoth. You can only have the shearings. No, don't worry, honey. You'll have the skin. The Gemara just said the skin is good enough. So why can't you say that, Frectosis? Why can't you say that? And and he should be okay uh, to say that. 
okay. So our kaponim that toises shenim shita brings the me. Okay, Omrafuna, just to let know the shaila, right? If I say or is enough asset that the husband leaves for the woman, then he should be able to say, I want to shech the behem, I'll leave you the skin. That even Vlad Shivcha is Labal. Even though the Vlad Shivcha belongs to the Shivcha of Shimnis Garsha, but if the husband divorces her, that the woman has the right to say, This is Vlad Shivcha, I'm going to give you the money, what it's worth, and I take it away. Why? There's a call, there's a call concept of shvach beisavia, meaning it's the pride of her father's house and even though the vlad shivka belonged to the husband, but so much she retained the bailam, and that goes with the previous kevichurim that she can tie it to him, listen, I'm going to pay out her value, but this is a family heirloom, her, her mother, her zayda, her great zayda, we're all slaves in our family, we're all shivkas, and therefore um, and therefore it is, uh, and therefore right what happens if she brought in a wife brought in as a goat for for milk and a sheep for the shearing and what happens is uh, all these things he can go and eat the fruit and shear and everything even though the behemoth is going to get sick and old, and die, whatever, because at the end, the wife will be left with something. Why? She'll be left over with the feathers of the behemoth, she'll be left with the skin of the thing, she'll be left with the tree that that dies, so therefore, you don't have to worry about it. So, uh, uh, so that's what Rashi says. The other Shainim asks, since we Paskin like Hananiah, we're not Chayish Lamisa, so therefore we don't have to worry that Tanago will die. So Bechlal, why do you have a Chashash? What do you have to worry about the woman? The underlying assets exist from the Gemara's Mashman. You're worried on the underlying woman because, so the Rabbit says, this Chusmicha is also a Shaila, a, a part of the care. Omra Nachman, I lay Glima. She brought in a coat. Can the husband use that coat? Is that considered a Karen or is that considered a Peri? And again, what's the problem over here, Mechel? Because the coat ultimately is going to get worn out and said, Van Gunish. Peri have it. and the husband has the right to use it. But also at the Kalyan, he can go until you can't wear it anymore, until Samamish Gunish wear it. Why? Because then the threads will be her Karen. She's left with the with with the with the threads. As is Rashi. No, even if there's no threads, it doesn't bother me. Listen to the key in the Machlokes of Rashi and the Ramban. Rashi says over here, what is it? Because she's going to be left with something. What? The threads, even though it's not much, we can't say, No, even if nothing is left. Why? What's their issue? Their point is, it's done over a long period of time. And there's no hacker b'chol So according to Ramban and Iran, they're introducing a new thing. The husband doesn't have an obligation that far to keep the Karen. He can't do something that's immediate. He can't buy cryptocurrencies. Tomorrow it's going to fall from 100 to 10. But to buy something which potentially over time it's going to dissipate. A gleamer 
to use that as a peri. And even though you know it's a gunish blabin, but it's not nikah show, you can do it. Who does this go? According to this Tana that learned. In other words, who holds that even if the wife has left over only very little, she has left over only a skin, she has left over only a thread, that's enough to say we retained her, Karen. But this, somebody, a woman inherited a melech v'achoyl. She inherited a, 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 a pit where they have salt or, or uh, sand or sand and and there they make uh, uh, salt over there because it goes into this pit which is very dry the water comes from the yam and there or it's a place sand that they use for binion now what's the problem over here you keep using it the acid will dissipate but not so bad so the melech and the choil itself the salt and the sand the husband could take why because this will always be it's going to dissipate, but then it's going to regenerate. So the woman has it all. What about Peir Shalgafris? If she got a, a sulfur mine, a or a Nechoshis mine, those things, they don't regenerate. There's an end date. So can the husband mine it and take the Gafris or not? Is that Peri or is he dissipating the Karen? Ramir Ramir says it's a Karen. And you're right, the husband Kitain, I don't get Paris. So Mamera, you gotta sell it and buy a karka. The Khomer Mikhom say, no, even that is Paris, and the husband could take it. <clears throat> Why? Because this is their Hanasai. And you know what's gonna end up being the wife? The empty bar. When you take all the copper away, you know what she's gonna end up with? A pit. Very good. She has something, just like I said, by a gleam, she has the threads, it's good enough. Or by a behemoth, I said, the skin is good enough. So Elamai, I see there's a shittis chachomim that holds the retention that a woman has to be assured of the Karen could even be a very small retention. We'll finish with Rav Shimon Oymer. Mokim koyach. Shit is the same as the Tanakama, right? <coughs> that he said, the mechuber is considered to be shalai. The tolish is considered shalai. How is it different? The Tanakama never spoke about what happens with parents that are connected to the field at the time of the divorce. Does the woman take it with her or does it belong to the husband? Over there, they, they, they didn't talk about it. And over there is the Chiddush over there where Reb Shimon says, over there, the Chiddush, that that's where the husband will lose because he gained coming in. Masheikin, according to the Chachamim, we don't know what their shit is. So some Rishonim say is the Chacham argue and say it's only on the way in, not on the way out. And others say, no, Pshat is the Reb Shimon came to be Mazber the Chachamim. The Gemara's Kasha is what's Reb Shimon adding. So the Gemara Reb Shimon came to be Mazber the Chachamim that we always look at what stage is it tallish or not tallish. And that's where we, we are. The only thing we'll finish with this, the Shaila that, that the Rishonim talk about is, if there were Paris Bishas Maise that were mamish ripe already, we know there's a din, is is ketolish dame, is as if it's tallish. What will be the halacha with Paris Bishas Yitzia that, that are Royal Litlish, do I say 
it's it's already totally ready. Do I say that belongs to the Baal like Ketolish? Or do I say, no, as long as it's Mechuber, this is a different halacha, and I see it part of the Karen, and therefore she's able to take it along with her. Everybody should.